Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. My name is Bradley Shaw, and today on Between the Covers, my guest is the is the infamous and uh, wonderful Gillian Wells, whose new book, Returned, is out and available uh, everywhere books are sold at the moment. So to give you a snapshot of those who haven't met Gillian yet, uh, she is an English lady who lives in rural Queensland with her cattle dog, Jess. She has three children living in Australia, France and England, and four grandchildren. She loves meeting people and has travelled widely in Australia and is one of Australia's best-known and enjoyed authors. Gillian is also the author of over 10 additional adult books, which include Alone, Belonging, Families, Lost, Consequences, Travelling, Inheritance, Possession, and coming in 2024 is Compulsion and Fear. The Adventures of Bob and Tub series are Gillian's first children's books to be published with Boots and Scoots, her new edition, uh, and a third being published in uh, in August this year. Hello, Gillian. Welcome to Between the Covers. Hello, Brad. How are you? I'm very good. And apologies, you're not so infamous. You are more just, uh, what's the <laughs> word, um, famous. So, But uh, you are getting renowned. You are doing some wonderful work. Your books are getting uh, really uh, great accolades. Uh, Miles Franklin nominations, um, other distinguishing elements in awards, premiers awards. So we haven't won any yet, but you are doing some wonderful works that are getting noticed. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Now, tell everybody listening, Return. Now, this is the sequel to Lost. So those of you who have gained Lost and read it and enjoyed it, this is its sequel. So tell everybody listening, what is the story arc and evolving to this story from Lost? Well, Without giving any spoilers away. Don't, don't give away the ending. No, I won't give away any <laughs> No, Lost was, I finished it. It was so sad. It was a, not exactly desperately sad, but it was it was kind of a sad finish. Um, Zeb had, had rejected the woman he loved because he was afraid that he'd carried bad genes and he didn't want to perpetuate them by having children. And so he was, he was, he was lost in another sense as well. Um, but Return follows on uh, 10 years later, and he's become, horses saved him in Lost, and he's become a, a well, world-renowned horse whisperer. And, um, he's in France um, seeing some horses that have um, been a problem, and he meets the love of his life again. No. And they reconnect, but it's not that simple because um, it's at the beginning of COVID, mm. and a lot of the a lot of the quite a lot of the story really is about COVID and how it impacted on people, um, mm. how the powers that be sort of lost all compassion, I think, yeah. um, and so a lot of people were in a bad situation. 
important. Mm. He he's actually living in England, and and Sally is back in Australia, and they're they're desperately trying to get back together. But there's all sorts wow. of things in the way. Plus the fact that um, a dark figure from uh, his mother's background appears, and that also causes a lot of unhappiness. And um, yes, it's quite an emotional story, actually. Yeah, um, wow. And, and some of it's based around here, and the probably the main, the most dramatic scene in the book takes place at Mount French, which is. I, I live in the lee of Mount French, and it takes place mm-hmm. in the car park and the lookout in Mount French. Lovely. So it's a nice. local story as well. Mm. Awesome. Well done. And and has this got a duration or a timeline between Lost and Returned? Is there like five years, ten years, or is there a space like years. where this connection or reconnection yeah. to his love yeah, happens? It's ten years. It's ten years. Wow. Ten years since they'd seen each other. So. Wow. Um, um, that may means that Sab, Zeb is thirty. Mm-hmm. And, um, Sally is is about thirty two, I think thirty three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they've they've never actually they've they've obviously um, had other people with them over that time, but they've yeah. never actually loved every, anybody else. Their love has been for each other always, although they it was sort of buried. Um, yeah. And once they meet again, it's sort of like an, an explosion, if you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have that with my reflection. So the thing with the book is that you write a lot of sequels and a lot of continuations. You deal with Alone and Consequences, and mm. this one, Lost and Returned. Do you like the the style and arc of, of continuing tales into, into additional books, or is it just something that you felt this as well was right? Well, it, it's just that. If I write a book and I feel that there's unfinished business in it, like I did with Alone, um, then I I write the sequel because I wanted to um, continue that unfinished business. Um, And it's the same with Lost. I felt that I'd left Zeb and Connie in – they were in a bad place in a way when I left them. They were still – Zeb especially was very unhappy, very lost, very – a, a very alone in a way <laughs> um, and you know his life was all in turmoil and I wanted to write a book that made it all better if you like maybe absolutely I'm, maybe I'm one of these people that needs to make things better I don't know but there you absolutely. go absolutely yeah and that's the thing isn't it that's the art of our writing of our story and we can create those situations we can control some of those outcomes and make people's lives in our stories Better, they don't all have to be tragic and and desperate, as you say. No, I like. And was there any challenges in writing this book? Um, you seem to be very fluent with writing, so I'm just curious. Uh, do you find each book might have its own little elements of challenges? Was there anything in return that that you came across that was? Well, yes, I had to. I had to sit and work out when because the lockdowns in in like in in England and Australia seem to mm-hmm. come and go like mad. Mm-hmm. Well, and so yeah. I had to sit and work out exactly when the lockdowns were and mm-hmm. what exactly what was happening in in Queensland and part, other parts of Australia and what was happening in Europe and England. Yeah. So I had to sit and really think about all that. Um, I think that was probably the greatest challenge in a way, trying to work yeah. out so I could fit the story into 
well, into the timelines of the lockdowns and whatnot and not make – Absolutely. I haven't made any huge errors. There might be some, but yeah. not. <laughs> no. Well, well, I always say if people are going to take the time to sit through the book and then do uh, cross-checking on any of the facts, at least they're reading it. So that's the first step. So <laughs> appreciate right. appreciate their input. Yeah, um, absolutely. So what are you hoping that readers will experience and enjoy again further to this new escapade for Sam? Well, I hope I hope they yeah, there's there's one or two sort of social issues, I suppose, in, in return as well. Um and I hope that they will look at it and and understand that whatever's happened in your life, at the end of the day, if you move on, it it's good. You can't you can't live in the past forever. I mean, no. Connie. Connie had a, a terrible time, um, even before Lost was came out. She, you know, mm-hmm. it's all come out in Lost. What an awful time she had, and yeah. she's moved on. And so, part of the story is about how she's moved on and how how she's coped with it all. So, I'm hoping yeah. that a people will read take something from that and also take something from the all the silliness that went on in in um with covid <laughs> yeah yeah that's it isn't it i mean we all there are those sensitives that still you know don't want to think about that return to that place but you know it is part of our history part of our recent history and part of our lifestyles that we had to adapt to and it's changed things for better and worse as parts have happened but um tell me too just with you, you know, with your books, you've got Alone, Consequences, Inheritance, um, Lost and Returned, and, of course, the, model, the several children's books. Which, for you, is your favourite of your books? The one I'm writing at the moment, I think. <laughs> you mean the one no one's seen yet? Yeah, good idea. Let's promote that one. <laughs> well done, Jill. Okay, let me, let me read the list again. Returned, Lost, Alone, Inheritance, Consequences, The Adventures of Bob and Tub, Volumes 1 and 2, and not even not even the upcoming Boots and Scoots can we put on the list because technically it's not out yet. So we need to tell the listeners, who, what are the listeners going to enjoy out of that list? What's your favourite? I think probably Alone in a way. <laughs> I think probably Alone, although I really enjoyed writing Lost. And I, because I'm, I love horses and whatnot. So anything with horses in is great, as far as I'm concerned. Um, okay. I'm not really sure. I, I you know, yeah. I, yeah. Alone, alone is is a bit special in some ways, I think. And okay. lost is the other one that I like. And um, mm-hmm. inheritance was great, and I related to Julie. But then, yeah, no, those two, I think probably. Okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it back on the audience listening. For everybody listening, the list for Jill Wells' books is Alone, Consequences, Inheritance, Lost. Uh, You also have Families, Belonging, Travelling and Possession. So if anyone is happy to, you're welcome to buy those books. You can contact Jill through her website or through our website and give us your consensus on which you feel is Jill Wells' best book. And that. And that way, we'll be able to decide the outcome of this. In the most boats, someone will get a, a copy of a book, I'm sure. We'll do something nice. Um, but anyway, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Gillian, for your time today. It's wonderful always talking to you. That's great. Thank you very much for having me.
You're welcome. And everybody listening, the, all of Jill's books are available everywhere books are sold or online. You can order them or buy them through bookstores. Um, so please do support your local bookstore businesses. Libraries also have them, so you can borrow them. Um, and if they don't, they can also order them. Please do support independent authors like Gillian and Australian authors who are uh, thriving and, you know, wanting to get out there to share their books and stories. It's a great um a great pool of talent, I guess you'd say, is is in what we're trying to sustain the business and the industry of writing and books. Thank you for listening. Everybody stay well, stay good to each other, and we will talk again on the next edition of Between the Covers. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.